What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar Podcast live stream episode 65 man we got today the shreddest on i'm really stoked to have this conversation I, I just met the guy like i guess you could say virtually for the first time other than just watching his channel like a couple of minutes ago so i'm kind of excited to 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 chat with him but first let's do let's do the things that we do at the beginning all the time right um you know this show is sponsored by the guys that are on Patreon, all you guys that, that are on my Patreon, you guys are sponsoring this show because I can't find anybody else to do it. And you guys are pretty faithful. So I can, I have all my trust and all my faith in you guys for, for hooking me up. You keep the beer fridge full for five bucks a month. You could get a sticker pack. That's pretty cool. Those are made by sticker. And for a buck a month, you can just, you can just kick down some money. It's like you get a beer at the bar back when we used to be able to go to the bar and you just give the, the, the guy a tip for a buck. You're like, Hey, that's not that bad. You watch this show. You can give me a tip for a buck. It's not that bad either. And then you get access to the coupons that I have on there. So usually when I talk to different vendors, they'll hook me up with a discount code. So I'll put those up on there. And most people, especially the ones that are doing the buck a month, they're definitely saving more than, um, more than what they are paying. That that's no doubt about that. Um, if you guys like this podcast, give it a review. I, I like, I say this every time, but um, I really like going online reading them. It's, it's pretty cool to see. Plus, I think it helps. I don't know anything about podcasts. I just do one, but I'm pretty sure it helps it get like more recognition if it has more, more reviews. At least that's like what I'm thinking. Um, if you guys enjoy the podcast, like hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you want to see more. If you want to know more about what is going on with the channel and me, Go to my Instagram or my Facebook page. It's at BikerB1, so B1KERB1. And um, I post a lot of stuff up there. And and so I think I think it's pretty fun to be on there. I don't know if it's not, though, because, of course, I'm, like, you know, just stuck on myself, and I like my own pictures and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys super chat, man, I'm super stoked about that. I really appreciate it. I don't always get a chance to, like say thanks or whatever. And, um, but I want you guys to know, like, seriously, it means a lot and it definitely helps the channel. Like for instance, I was just talking to Jim from the shredders and told him I needed to get a new laptop because it was either quit doing YouTube and, or get a new laptop because I was like, probably like 0.3 centimeters from throwing that thing out the window the last time I was editing a video. So you guys, on patreon and you guys that do the super chats and stuff like that that's what keeps the channel going and um i wish it was as easy as just buying a gopro like i thought when i started but apparently that's not the case so anyways let's go ahead and get started with this i'm gonna switch over here to jim what's up dude hey what's up how's it going not bad man i um i'm 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 enjoying life dude i can't complain yesterday we went up to tahoe and we did this ride. It was it, the trail hat is at like the the highest elevation of a legit mountain bike ride in the Tahoe Basin. It's like almost ten thousand feet. Oh, and wow. the <laughs> the descent was freaking so like everything that you want a mountain bike ride to be. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So a good mix of everything. Yeah, you know, it's just like fast and chunky, and like the the berms were perfect and. The weather was great, you know, good people and just everything was dialed. So then today, you know, I did like a, a ride at the local, lo one of the local places and I'm like, 
Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know how that goes. I'm, I'm pretty fortunate to have some pretty good trail systems around here, but it's kind of slim pickings beyond that for yeah. us. So it's always so nice said, to get out and travel. You said you're in North, Northern Idaho, like way up there on the top, like almost. Yeah. North, where it gets pretty skinny. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the skinny part. Uh, yeah. Northern Idaho. Um, inland northwest area smack dab between montana and washington so uh -huh. we got a pretty good slew of trails to choose from um uh -huh. we have like five ski resorts up here and in the summer you can pretty much mountain bike on all of them um except for maybe like one but yeah do they no, all have like, like trail systems built on them or is it like you can just go over there and just ride um so two of them have uh lift service uh, uh -huh. which is silver mountain which i've done a lot of videos uh on silver mountain a lot of raw ride videos uh -huh. and schweitzer mountain um which is the one i did my anniversary video on and almost killed my wife oh there you go <laughs> yeah that's the one i took her down to double black on because she was like i could i could walk anything i was like <laughs> right. hey don't yeah, kill me careful what you say exactly so we did a lot of walking that day um <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. But anyway, yeah, those are the two lift service uh, mountains. And then uh, Mount Spokane has some really uh -huh. good shuttle trails and stuff. And it has probably like a 20, 30 minute descent on Mount Spokane. So it's a pretty fun one. Right on, dude. Did you yeah. did you grow up up there or did you just end up there? Or? I did. Um, we live in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. That's where I was born. I went away from or went away for college over in uh, Cheney, Washington, which isn't too far. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, I've kind of been in this area my whole life. I wanted to maybe move, you know, you're fresh out of college. I'm going to go to the big city, go to Seattle or Portland. And those uh -huh. have been awesome. But I kind of met Sarah in college, which mm -hmm. totally changed plans. So we just yeah, ended funny up. how life does that, right? I know. Yeah. And <laughs> I, got an, I got an internship out of college and I was starting to work and it just didn't, didn't, didn't pan out. So this is where I remain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, life is funny how it like does stuff, you know, mm. people ask me, I'm not from California. I, I'm from Pennsylvania originally. And people always ask me like how I ended up out here. And I always tell them I, I came out here to be a rock star yeah. and, they, and they just kind of like laugh at me. And I'm like, no, like seriously, like I like wanted to be in the music business. So I like came out yeah. here and I like went to school for studio recording and all this stuff. And like, you know, had, had the old garage band and all that crap. And like, somehow or another i end up doing it and now here i am on youtube right so like, that's that's actually when i went to college i initially went for music composition so oh, I, right on, getting, I got a music minor instead so i was like yeah i'm gonna go to portland start a band record right. albums do all that stuff and kind of life reeled me in I'm like eh, yeah come back come back that's funny <laughs> yeah i had a, a um an interview and pretty much like bagged this job at like a major studio in berkeley and um okay. they had just done like the the like the green day santana album like they mm -hmm. did like the, the sound the folly work for like six cents you know so it was a big studio and uh it was a good job but like you start out in that business like at the bottom right oh yeah you know like you're like a, a like a mic cleaner you know yeah <laughs> and, and they wanted to pay me like minimum wage it was like six bucks an hour or something like that oh, at the God. time you know it was like, too right and yeah. like i lived in the bay area and it, so it was like well i could do it but it was like i made like five dollars more an hour like at home depot at the time Ooh, and, you, know, you, you know and it was like one of those things where it was like you know i think you know i chased my dream 
and I don't think it's my dream anymore. You know, yeah. <laughs> the dream's changing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's just weird how how things happen like that. So, so you went oh, to yeah. school. If I remember correctly, you're you're a graphic artist, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what you went to school for. Yeah. Eventually, after like eight major changes, I settled on graphic <laughs> design. Uh, don't, yeah. Don't even get me started on that. But. <laughs> Ended up on graphic design with an emphasis on web development and ended up doing web design for about five or six years and left industry and just yeah. started doing freelance, doing this on the side. And this is starting to take up a good amount of time. So just right kind of juggling those two things. That's pretty cool. I always wanted to learn how to do like web stuff whenever I was going to school. And I like had a ridiculous like pack schedule of, I had kids and a full-time job and was doing like 18 credits in college at the same time. Oh, yeah. So it was like, everything was like, like super packed and I couldn't get an HTML class. And so I ended up just teaching myself online and um, it's been fun, man. It's like, it's like always was like a really like creative thing for me, you know, mm -hmm. to, to like build websites and stuff like that. But now it's like, Back in the day, I remember I would be all stoked. I'd like code everything, you know, and now I'm like, WordPress, give me a plug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah I've, I've built sites from scratch and stuff. And now I'm just like, Squarespace. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They've done it for me. Why not? Right. Why I might get some flack for saying that, but oh, man, it's so <laughs> nice to just point and click. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's like it's like the e-bike uh, of the uh, web industry, right? You know. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. There's no struggle. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, the guy I was riding with today, one of the guys I was riding with, had an e-bike, and uh, I got on it at the like at the end of the ride. We were like sitting on the side of the street, and I like pedaled that thing, and holy shit, dude, it just took off like. I couldn't believe like how much power was in that. Oh God, I know. Have you ridden yeah. one? I have um, my my buddy uh, Matt. He's actually the owner of Dialed MTV. He's one of my Mudguard sponsors. Uh, I know that dude. Yeah, yeah. He's done oh, some stuff okay. in the past. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, cool guy. He actually lent me his bike for like two weeks. Just like take it, go ride it, have fun. Uh -huh. And yeah, the first time I jumped on that, you give it a pedal, and it's just like whoa. <laughs> oh yeah. Hat. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like the like when I don't know, I haven't ridden one like legitimately on the trail yet, you know. But every mm -hmm. time I, that's like the second time I've sat on one and just like pedaled it around, it just blows my mind. And well, they're getting better and better, like with the geometry. Yeah, it. it's not so steep and twitchy anymore. Yeah, uh, I went, went on a ride with Matt again. Uh, it was a super fun ride, but about two miles from the top, we ran out of battery on the way back in the rain, and it was a good oh, time no. pushing an e-bike up. But until then, uh, yeah, it was just such a blast because going up the trail, it's like riding a little motorcycle. Like yeah. It reminded me of doing single track on my dirt bike going up and then going down. It's like a mountain yeah. bike. So they're, they're rad. I like it. It's them. hard. You know, like part of me, I always want to say like, like, oh, if I got one, it would be like, I would use it here and there. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like, like I always tell people there's a spot that we'll do like some self-shuttling and have some fun. But I always think, man, the time that we spend like setting trucks up and stuff, if we had e-bikes, we could just do laps. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? So, yeah. 
and and I love pedaling, dude. And and I and I as much as I bitch about climbing on my channel, like it, I do like it. You know what I mean? It's like part of the the pay to play or whatever. You know, like part of getting your soul straight on a bike, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's like, man, I just questioned though. Like I was like thinking about it as we were riding with this guy and today, and I was just like, man, if I had one, like. I mean, we could have done three laps of what we did today and I would have burned just as many calories because I would have been pedaling the whole damn time. Like, oh, it yeah, makes it you still, wonder. It still like, makes you sweat. <laughs> yeah. If you get one, like, would you would you end up like not riding your like analog bike or what do you think? That is one reason why I haven't tried to get one yet. Yeah. I know that I probably would go to the e-bike quicker uh, right. just because you get more downhill time. You know? Right. Uh, usually when you go out, like my main riding spot beacon, it's about a 25 minute pedal up and then yeah. an eight minute descent. So if you had an e-bike, you get a 10 minute ascent and a 10 minute descent. So yeah, it's that fine line. I'd still ride the regular bike for sure. Yeah. I feel but, like, like, like I want to like be, I want to say that, yeah, dude, I'd still ride my regular bike, but then there's the other part of me where it's like, it's just like what you said, where it's like, man, I, like if I went out, like where I go ride, I ride a lot in this place called Auburn. And, you know, mm -hmm. one of the loops that I do is like, I don't know, 24 miles or something like that. Right. It's a couple hours. Like yeah. I could do that in like an hour. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like be back at the house or, you know, or like, and, and it's not like, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about. Well, and also the point that you can unlock new terrain with it. You can go yeah. places that you can go on a day ride. Um, that one ride where we ran out of battery, uh, we rode like five miles, a new single track that I haven't touched before because it goes up and then down. And if you're on a regular bike, you'd have to climb back out. But right. on an e-bike, it was, if you could yeah. do it. Which is well, awesome. The other thing too is, is like, like I was watching that dude today and it's like, even the climbing was fun for him. Like it was yeah, like, he's yeah. like, you know, like shooting up the hill and like, you know, poop, you know, like, and it's like, what the hell dude? Like, I'm over here hating my life right now. Because, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny, man. It, it, it's, it's, it's definitely. I feel like it's a catch twenty two, man. You, you know what it I mean? Is. It is. But I say that you're an e bike fan. Just God help you. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Don't talk about politics, religion, or e bikes. Yeah. <laughs> Same sin, man. Don't do it. Right. Right. So. um, Sarah is the lady's name, right? Sarah is the lady's name. Yes. So you guys, you said you guys met in college. We did. Yes. How, how'd you meet in college? Oh, uh, that's kind of a funny story. Um, so we were in our VCD design class, which is visual communications and design the core core course where you just design advertisements and stuff. And she uh -huh. really likes one of my projects. You'd go up in front of the class, present it, and then you get critique from the crowd essentially mm -hmm. and uh she liked my project and evidently liked me at the time i guess um and <laughs> ended up saying something along the lines of i love your project so much i want your brain and uh -huh. like i thought i was being funny back and i just said well you can't have it yeah. and nothing else <laughs> and she from that moment she hated me she's like that guy is a dick <laughs> So like the rest of that class that semester didn't talk at all. And then we ended up having a few more classes uh, and ended up just kind of, I think we got in a, a group project together. 
eventually uh-huh. and just started talking and she's like oh he's not that mean yeah <laughs> he's okay just has and, a yeah. shitty sense of humor just a shitty <laughs> sense of humor oh god that gets me in trouble so much my sense of humor <laughs> it's uh, so me. dry uh, you and so me both, dude. even yeah. like my lady she's the, all the time she's like i'll say something to her and she'll every once in a while she's like so wait, are you being serious or are you being sarcastic? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And like, sometimes it'll be something like, like, you really think I'd say something like that to you? And like, that's right. pretty mean. And she's like, well, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, man, I must be a real piece of work. I don't it's know. All the being. delivery. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's too much, man. Yeah. Oh man. What's your dog's name? I, I, I was, I wrote it in the show more and now I can't remember what it was. Agnew. That's his real name, but he has a thousand nicknames. Yeah, where's um, Agnew? That, that's all I remembered was the name was like, it was different. So it's like, wh- where, where'd that come from? So one of our favorite shows is Futurama, the cartoon. Uh-huh. Um, and the name is Nixon's vice president from that show because on the show, he has no head and all he does is grunt and <laughs> makes a lot of noises. So we thought that'd be a good name for a dog because that's all they can do. Um, right on. So That's his name stuff. is Agnew. What kind of dog is he? He's an Aussie Border Collie mix. And oh, he's right super, super shy. In my videos, he's like the cutest dog. Yeah. He plays with you. He's not afraid of people. In real life, like you can't touch the dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we uh, at the last race we did, the race organizer, we brought him to the packet pickup. Uh-huh. And the race organizer was like, oh, pretty dog. I want to pet your dog. And I swear he like, almost ripped that leash in <laughs> half trying to get away from him so quickly it's like oh, oh my Agnew, he's just he's just trying to pet you man <laughs> he loves you too right was he a rescue or something or he's just super kind shy? of kind of um we got him from a craigslist ad and when we got there the conditions weren't the greatest uh-huh. um so it was i kind of categorize it as a rescue the way yeah. we got him and he was the one that was stuck in the corner. Um, uh-huh. When we were looking at the dogs, like I had three jumping on me, licking my face. Mm-hmm. And Sarah goes over to the corner and like, I want the one that looks scared in the corner. I was like, yeah. I get that. But this one's licking my face. Yeah. Um, so right. we were playing with the dogs a little bit more. And the Egnu was walking along the fence and was like all sheepish. And one of the puppies like snipped at him and he was like, Oh no. And then like went over to the mom and then the mom like bit his face through the fence. Oh no. And I was like, yeah, we're going to get this one. Yeah. Beat up one. He, he needs help. <laughs> he needs so much help. And it, it was tough at first. Honestly, you wouldn't think having a dog that nervous would be yeah. a, a stressor, but yeah, just like trying to go in public places, do yeah. anything. It's just like he was a wreck, but he's gotten a lot better since then. Yeah. Our, ours, we have a lab and, uh, he's a hot mess, man. I mean, they're, they're great dogs. I mean, I, I love, love them for like a million reasons, but you know, like, like you just said, like with your dog, like there's always something like that's, that's a little unexpected. You know what I mean? Like when you yeah. get, you know, and you, you kind of have to like work with that or figure that out. And yeah. ours, like, he gets like super excited about like a lot of things. But especially like water and stuff like that. And you would think like when we go to the river and like maybe we're like trying to keep him on leash until we like get to where we're actually going to like mess around with him at, you know? Yeah. 
people literally think that we're like hanging the dog from the tree. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like, like everybody's looking like, like he's like getting hung or like beat or we're kicking him or something. And it's just like, we love him. We swear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I swear. And like, the one time we went down there, it was like opened up the truck door. I wasn't really thinking, dude. And he just like, he's down to the river already. And it's like, you know, 200 yards away from where we're parked. I'm like, Dang oh, well, whatever. You know, we get down there, you know, and he's got somebody's football in his mouth and he's like swimming <laughs> around in the river. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, and everybody's like, who the dog is this? And you just walk yeah. out of nature like that's, that's he's not mine. mine. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. great, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he's a lot of fun though, man. I love him. Like, I don't know. I like labs or water dogs. And so oh, yeah. I like being in the water and they're, I don't know. He's a big dummy, but you know, he's our big dummy. So, <laughs> oh yeah. No, ours is our little sheepish scared dogs. Yeah. We love him too much. So Yeah. We had a, we used to have a Jack Russell. Um, it was my lady's dog when we first got together and that dog was funny, dude. Like we would like, it hated every animal on TV. Like, oh, yeah. And it didn't matter if it was like even a cartoon animal. Like, it knew, like, that's a cartoon bear. I don't like it. And so it would like bark at, like, and what it would do is like, like the animal would come on the TV and then Sammy was a dog's name. She'd jump up, start barking, rawr, 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 and then she'd take off running at the TV and then she'd like go around the back of the TV because she yeah. thought like she was going to chase the animal and then she'd be back there like, yeah. how did he go? You know? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> funny. Like, and then like she knew like, uh, oh, I can't remember that. There's like a dog food commercial and it had like a little jingle that they always play. And like she could be in the other room and she'd hear that freaking that the commercial come on. She'd come running like, rawr, 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 rawr. I hate that damn dog. You let him in again. Yeah, yeah, man. Right. yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, man. Dogs are hey, smart. Right? <laughs> so smart. Check this out. This uh, Octodad here I, I i'm wondering if that means he has eight kids that's crazy if he does you have oh, very, a lot of patience so he's asking uh, what advice do you have for riding with your spouse or your lady um i think it'd be along the same lines as being an octo dad and it's just patience yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you just can't like i sarah and i we have a really good dynamic and we can really press each other's buttons without like mm -hmm. exploding so i know how hard to push her yeah. And I guess it's just riding that tightrope of pushing them hard enough to like do things, you know, that they can do, but not yeah. making them have a bad time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My lady, when we first got together, um, her, her ex was, was into mountain biking as well. And the experience that he gave her compared to the experience that, that I showed her, she was like, she hated it. Cause he was always like, you know, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, like, you know, and just like, she and then she rode with me and my friends and we're like you know hey you can sit down and take a nap it doesn't really matter yeah oh you're tired climbing cool let's go back to the truck and drink beer you know like, yeah. she's like wait a minute this is totally different you know and yeah so, it's supposed to be lax yeah yeah you're supposed to have a good time doing this and i think that's one of the key things at least for me like is is you know just remembering that that uh, or I don't know where I was going with that, but one of the key things is I think remembering what it's like to be a beginner. Oh this yeah. Year, this year I've had a few friends that were getting into it that I've been helping, you know, learn how to ride, and it just like there's so much I take for granted now. I, I've ridden 
bikes since I was a, a teenager, you know, and or a little kid really, but mountain bikes since I was a teenager. And like people are like, now they're like, man, I got to shift gears. I got to brake. I got to know when to push this button for this dropper. Like there's like, and they're still just trying to like figure out how to steer. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like to us, we're like, oh yeah, there's one chunky spot on this trail. And then you get You'd out there. Good, like, just let your bike do the work. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a million things that you didn't even think about because you're like, you don't think about it. You're like, oh yeah, there's like that thing that I think is just a pebble is like a boulder to them, you know? Exactly. Well, like, well, yeah, with Sarah, she was, I'd classify her as like super green, ultra beginner. The last time she was on a bike, she was on a motorcycle and ran it up the side of her house. So oh, that's, wow. like, that's like her biking experience. <laughs> that takes um, talent. <laughs> it does take a lot of talent to get straight up. Um, <laughs> but um, so when we started, like I kind of started on a little more advanced features than maybe she should have been and uh-huh. quickly dialed it back. Like I, yeah. I was like, yeah, I made a mistake. Let's go hit this green trail instead. Yeah. But uh, just having the point of view of not knowing anything, I got a good refresher this last winter because I've been snowboarding for like, I don't know, 15 years now, um, never skied, totally foreign. So, and Sarah's totally expert skier will oh, yeah. do like backcountry skiing, well, slack country skiing, yeah, yeah. Um, double blacks and stuff. So when she slapped me on a pair of skis, like the whole two footed thing, not connected, yeah. like it didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. And just having that, like, Sarah, stop, don't make me go down this stupid blue square. It's going to kill right. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was just like a good, refresher to be like yeah those are a pair of shoes that you're in once in a while and it's not really comfortable to be there so having somebody that's going to be understanding patient and not push you down like kick you down the slope it's really nice so yeah yeah definitely and i I think what you said though a second ago was was pretty key too like knowing like how much to push them because ultimately like you do need to like like you use it even with your buddies, your buddies will be like, dude, you can do this. Come on, roll this rock or whatever. You know what I mean? So like, you have to do that as well, but it's a little different because you know, this is your relationship too, you know? So it's yeah. like, you know, like, like, um, Katie and I were riding this spot last, last weekend. And, and I was like, Towner, you know, your lines, you're having a harder time going through this, this technical stuff because you're, you're like trying to dodge all this stuff mm-hmm. and like, like go over this rock and it'll, it's a straight line then. And you'll, you'll actually be able to like go through this little like rock garden a little, a lot easier, you know, instead of trying to like maneuver your way through it, you know, I was like, and, and she, she was listening to me, but she was like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm." (laughs) And and I was like, come on, let's walk back up here and let's do this. And you could see the look in her face was like, I don't want to do that. But I knew she needed to like do it to like, like, realize like hey i like because it was like a little like a i don't know like a two-foot kind of rock roll thing you know Mm -hmm. it was like just roll over this thing instead of trying to like get all squiggly through this line you know and she did it she's like that really helped you know but but she didn't want to you know what i mean but if she would have wiped out man i would have felt like a dick you know know. yeah well with that last video before today's uh me coaching sarah on that that rock roll portion yeah, uh, it's the same kind of thing. She did not want to do it at all. Um, there's like, I don't know, some some edit that I had to cut out. It was just like, yeah. I really don't want to do this right now. Yeah. And I was like, 
I know you can do this. And they made sure like I was behind her so I could catch her if she did fall and she would yeah. at least break me and not herself. But right. uh, the best thing about that whole situation and her finally doing it is further on down the trail, there's like two more rock rolls like that. And she just did them right. and completely unlocked half the trail. Just yeah. by getting over that one little mental block, she has so much more terrain that she can ride. And it right. just took about an hour of being pissed at me. <laughs> right. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of how the game's played. I will say that that video is probably the video that I that I enjoyed the most this week, just because of one line that she said. And because <laughs> I, I was like even telling somebody this story the other day because I was cracking up. You're like, oh my god, babe, you did it! That's awesome. She like made it up. This for those of you guys that didn't see the video, like she, there's this like rock, this huge rock in front of them. Let's just say it's probably like six feet tall or something like that. Mm. Would that be about accurate? About yeah, yeah. You just got to run right into this thing and just straight up on shoot, shoot up onto the top. And she just, you know, she just didn't have the. She just didn't. She just couldn't picture herself doing it. And I think she was just afraid that she was going to fall or whatever, whatever the reason was. So she finally nails this thing. And and he's like, oh, that's awesome. How did you do it? Like, or whatever. And she's like, I don't know. I closed my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Dying. I was like, oh, my God. Next time I come into like a super hairy technical spot, I'm just closing my eyes. Fuck it. Close your eyes. <laughs> you know, what you can't see won't stop you. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. said that. I was like, God, no, Sarah, don't do that. Don't do that. It was, it was funny. Yeah. yeah 100% that classic. Dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. So, um, do you guys travel at, at all much? Or, uh, the plan is to travel a lot more. Um, that, like, this whole past year, everybody <laughs> knows what happened. But, uh, this past year, we we're going to do a lot more traveling and, uh, cover a lot more races. Like, I had a bunch scoped out and we were going to kind of make a little bit of a loop. Um, so yeah, next year we're going to be doing more traveling, um, hopefully more on. So what, really what, want... was, what was it that happened? COVID. You're just saying like COVID. Okay. Yeah. Just I just want to make sure yeah. that we were on the same path there. Yeah. Okay. So like, when we were going to start traveling was in like March. Um, oh, wow. And that's when it really started to ramp up and everybody was shutting everything down. And uh -huh. yeah, it was like, eh, this isn't going to go away. So let's yeah. kind of regroup, replan the year and figure that stuff out. So like for Sarah's 30th birthday this year, we were going to go to Hawaii, had to cancel mm -hmm. all those plans. Um, oh, but yeah, this hopefully this next year, um, I'm working on that van so we can ultimately take it down to Arizona. I'd yeah. love to like make a circle, start at Idaho, go over to Seattle, down through Portland, California, Southern California, yeah. and just make a loop. Uh, Sedona, Moab, and back up. So I mean, that, that's kind of the ultimate goal. Um, right. I've never, I've never done something like that myself. So it's kind of out of my comfort zone. And yeah, I would totally, to totally love to do that. I've been trying to talk my lady into the van and she like, she's just not having it. Just, you gotta, you gotta get a smaller van. That's what yeah. I have. Is it's that just, what it is? Yeah, that's just what it a is. Little one. <laughs> just a little one, super cheap that will put down the road. That's all you need. <laughs> my one buddy, he has like a forerunner and they like him and his wife, they, they just, they like, like, overland or whatever you want to call it right you know so like they just sleep in the back of that thing all the time and yeah i hear those like, are great. yeah and he's like dude just get a freaking camper shelf for your truck man and just build it out and and he made a good point to me yesterday because like every time i talk about a van like katie does bring up about like how much it costs mm -hmm. and um 
he's like, maybe, you know, if it's not very expensive, then it should be down, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, idea. if you're not opposed to driving a small covered trailer, I'd had the thought of towing that behind my truck and just totally decking out a covered yeah. trailer like you would a living space. But yeah, I mean, then you're hauling a trailer. Yeah, that's the downside. See, there, yeah. I have this like whole like like Google search pattern that I do, how this whole thing goes. So it starts like I should get a tent for my truck. And then I'll just do that. And then it turns into a camper shell. And then I watch like three hours of videos of guys building not camper shells. And then I'm like, you know what? I think I should just get a teardrop. That would probably be good. You could still like go off roading with that. So then I start yeah. with those. And then somewhere along the line, I end up looking at a van and then I look at vans for fucking hours. And then, <laughs> then I finish with that. And I'm like, man, that's hell of expensive. How many times, how many hotels could I stay in by the time I paid for a van? Right. Yeah, and, that's true. And I'm like, ah, screw it. And I walk away, you know, and it's like, oh, they're just one a day. <laughs> <laughs> a whole eight hours of Google. Right. Damn it. And, and the worst part is, is like, I can tell you this and laugh about it. And I guarantee you within the next two weeks, I'll do it again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like horrible. Creature habit. Right. It's, oh my God. It's just so pathetic. I, so, I've always been attracted to the vans though. This is my third yeah. van. And I, I just, there's something about them, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think the main thing I sold Sarah on, it goes back to my wife and mm -hmm. her fears of everything. Uh -huh. um, she's terrified of bear and cougars and stuff. And I was like, well, you know, if you're on a rooftop tent on the top of your truck and a bear or a moose comes into the campground, you're kind of just stuck up there until it goes away. Right. But if we're in a van, I can jump in the driver's seat and we're good to go. You know, like, yeah, that's a really good point. Maybe we should do the van. <laughs> there you go. That's what I need to do tell katie about snakes I, I don't think she likes snakes and rats or something like that oh yeah like, tons hey. of snakes and rats where we were gonna go you everywhere they're everywhere but it's gonna be great don't worry yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't know man that, not, now i know what i'm doing on the internet tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah woo. right one day all planned out so that van that you got it's like a like a 90 something 2000 2000 oh yeah so, cutting edge yeah so for those of you guys that don't know or haven't watched his channel he's building out this 2000 like minivan like think about like what a mom would drive a soccer mom would drive back then except this one is like it used to be like a cleaner like a carpet cleaner or something like that yeah an old janitorial van old That's chevy astro yeah oh, it had the best graphics right so but you're like you're in this thing like this is like a different kind of van build because this is like the budget build like oh did, yeah you, you did didn't you just recently did like a lift kit on it or something like that yeah added a two inch lift on it and added uh some bigger wheels and tires which actually cost more than the van itself right which is really funny <laughs> how many um, miles does this thing have on it i bought it at one hundred forty-eight thousand. For, and for a 20 year old van, yeah, that's actually I thought that was really good. Yeah, so right. you know, the funny thing about it, I don't think people were buying it at all because there was one key thing wrong with it mm -hmm. that made it so it didn't have steering or brakes. Uh, uh, so yeah. the, the that's way that kind of a, like a two important things for a vehicle, right? <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the fix for it was just a power steering pump, but the power uh -huh. steering pump powers the steering, obviously, and the brakes for some reason. So when I drove it home, that wasn't working. So I needed like a 20 car buffer 
and I would slam the brakes all the way to the floor and just like coast to a stop. Oh, wow. Um, so guarantee that's why people weren't buying it, but it was a $70 fix and uh -huh. the brakes work perfect now. So you just, I don't know, you just got to do your research and know what you're getting into and honestly kind of got lucky with it. Yeah, yeah. Low mileage. What'd you end up paying for it? A thousand bucks. A thousand bucks. So you got this van for a grand. Then you spend another $1,500 on wheels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're still under $3,000, but no, right. it's coming along really well. Uh, I got a few more maintenance things to do to it and re replace like a, a rear window and stuff. But So how'd you get into all this? Like, how, how do you know how to do that stuff, man? They don't oh, teach that in just... artist school, you know? Right. No, I mean, I've always, I've always liked cars and mechanics. Um, like I've always, I've ridden dirt bikes since I was four. So at that point I was working on my dirt bike, you know, mm -hmm. washing it. That's about all you can do at four years old, right, <laughs> but right. you, you graduate from that to replacing spark plugs, replacing the oil and, uh, just eventually started working on motors and we built a, me and my dad, we rebuilt, a a motor out of his Camaro that was, like his childhood car and oh, he taught cool. me taught me how to rebuild an engine and uh just i'm just not afraid to tear something apart uh, yeah. i think that's like one of the key advice things if somebody were to ask me advice on this subject which they haven't yeah. yet but i'm going to give it anyway yeah, uh, it's just not to be afraid to tear stuff apart because yeah. there's google there to tell you how to put it back together right yeah <laughs> so totally. that, that, I'm, i just tear stuff apart and try to put it back together and now i've done it so let's every time it. i've done like work on the car like most of the time i like what how i do it is i like enlist one of my friends that knows how to do it and i like ask them to help me which yeah. means like i stand there and drink beer while they do it and yeah, then, yeah. Like, but every Hold time that, every time that i've done that I'm always like, man, this is like way easier than, than what I expected it to be. You know, I, I like yeah. just recently my daughter's car, what was it that went out on that? The water pump went out on it. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly what you said, dude. Like I, I, it was one of those things where it's like, dude, it's going to be like 500 bucks to get this replaced at the, at the, the dealer or whatever. Right. I'm yeah. like, I know this is like a $40 part, you know, like, and I literally like YouTube, the exact year and make model of her car and like somebody's doing the mm -hmm. the job you know and it's like well i can i can follow this guy for 15 minutes and do it yeah you know like Safe. yeah yeah it's totally <laughs> cool you know so it's like boom i'm done like then i look like a hero right master mechanic cheap. overnight right? <laughs> my dad fixed it that's right i did no uh, clue what I did though. <laughs> and don't ask me to do it again. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually had done a water pump a, a few years back. One of my buddies showed, helped me. And uh, I was like, okay, I can do this. I got this one. But yeah, every time I like a lot of things in life are that way though. You know what I mean? It's like, you're, you're just scared to do it and then you do it. And you're like, like for the longest time, I didn't want to bleed my brakes on my bike. I just, I don't know why. You know right. what I mean? And it's like so simple. And yeah. it's like, it was just one of those things I was like, I'm not doing that. That's just... Well, when there's mystery in it, it's like, how yeah. bad am I going to screw it up? You know? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. And now it's like, I still don't bleed my brakes. I just keep adding fluid. Right. I just know how it's done, but <laughs> right? it'll, it'll work itself out. Yeah, yeah. Just just open that screw up. Just keep dumping some more in there, you know. Yeah. Last time I handle a little bit, you'll be good. Right? Yeah, it's good, dude. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 
why'd Robert hit that tree? I don't know. He's never bled his brakes and he's put like 5,000 miles on that bike. What do you expect? <laughs> well, no brakes needs to go down the hill faster. So. Right? Exactly. That's that's what it is. I'm just teaching myself how to corner better, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Working on the side knobs. Right <laughs> How'd you get into mountain biking, man? Um, well, I've always liked biking. Uh, again, yeah. ridden motorcycles since I was four, but um, I got out of uh, dirt biking, like actually racing and, and always wanted to do downhill. So I bought this old, at the time it wasn't too old, but like a 2007 Kona Stinky Primo, mm -hmm. like the 45, 50 pound DH bike mm -hmm. and tried to go pedal that uphill. Uh, it was not yeah. a fun time, <laughs> but fun. Um, just always wanted to do it and yeah. just finding the right group of people to finally go out and ride mountain bikes with. And it's just never left, you know, yeah. like once it's in your blood, it doesn't leave. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, um, and I started my channel as an excuse to ride bikes more because life would always get in the way. Like, oh, I'm not going to go for a ride this weekend because I got a yada yada. Um, right. but if I have a video to get out every week, I'm riding my bike every week and yeah. now it's kind of a habit and I've gotten better at it. I enjoy it more. I've gotten a lot of people into it, like around my life, like, Oh, yeah. you're doing this channel. That looks really cool. I'd like to try it. It's like, right. yeah, come on out. Um, right. so I don't know. It's just, that's kind of how I got into it. It just looked yeah, interesting. Yeah. I started doing it and just kept doing stuff around it. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool, man. It's definitely, definitely pretty cool. I, um, it's definitely, it, you're right, man. When it gets in your blood, you just can't, you can't stop, you know? Oh yeah. It's, um, you know, I, I started when I was in, in, in high school and then I just a little bit through college and having young kids and whatever got out of it for a little bit. And, uh, then, you know, it was always there though. It was like, and so at one point I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get back into writing and then, it was like i didn't miss a beat you know i'm still and oh, i think yeah. part you know that's great is that it's it's still like you know when you're a little kid you have a single speed right you got a bmx bike and it's like mm -hmm. there's a big hill and you're you're like you can't make it up that hill and every day when you're going to your buddy's house or whatever you try to get up that hill and you can't and you can't and you can't and then one day you finally make it mm -hmm. you know and it's like it feels so good and then yeah then going down that hill or the other side of the hill every day was always like super fun, you know? And like, and that's like the feeling that you still get when you're like on top of a 10,000 foot mountain freaking smashing rocks for a couple hours. You know what I mean? It's just like that same, like yeah. feels no, awesome. It's a, it's a nice escape. And then like a good way to revisit nostalgia in a yeah. way. Cause I did the same, like huffing around on a crappy X games, BMX bike all around town like eight hours a day jumping curbs doing yeah. all sorts of crap and yeah. i get that yeah like you said you get that same feeling yeah and that's definitely what draws me back to it the other thing too that i was telling somebody yesterday is like when i'm like riding bike you know obviously not not when i'm not climbing <laughs> this is this applies <laughs> but like like you're not thinking about anything else. Like when you're descending, you know what I mean? Like there's oh, no yeah. bills, there's no like car payment. There's no like leaky roof or broken faucet. You know, there's no like anything. There's no problems in the world except for like you and how you're going to like get over that rock or through that turn or, you know, like, yeah. And 
you can't pay for that, man, other than heroin, right? You know, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, just like, complete bliss, <laughs> right? You know, it's like it's just it's it's definitely um, it's good for your soul. At least it, I feel like it is for me. You know, I, I've never had something turn my mood so quickly than a good bike ride. Yeah, like I'll be, I'll just be having a crap day, being the worst mood, pissed off at everybody, and my yeah. wife's like. You, you should probably go on a bike ride. Please yeah. get out of the house and leave me alone and come back after your bike ride. Yeah. And every time I do, I'm just like, oh, hey, how's it going? This, this We're great. Right. I'm super happy again because, yeah, it just lifts everything off your shoulders, just like cleans your brain out. Yeah. Of all yeah. that backed up responsibility yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you can be irritated as hell at the bottom of a climb, dude. And by the time you get to the top of it, you're like, I'm over that. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just stopping something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not that anymore. That's yeah. funny. You were saying that you started like you started the channel and um I'm losing my train of thought. And uh you you were just having fun with it. What the hell was I gonna say? I don't even remember now. Well, there you go. That's you know, when I was in high school, I smoked a lot of pot and uh I thought I, I used to always make jokes about how you wouldn't like I don't need any short-term memory. And now all of a sudden I'm 43. Don't smoke pot anymore, but can't remember shit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been nice to have. Yeah. Right. Maybe memory. it wasn't, maybe it wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there was some truth to that. There was something there. So what I was going to say is um, like something that your channel brought you. Oh, that's what it was. Like you were saying that, that you're, you're stoked that you got to get other people into it and stuff. Was there anything that your channel like brought to you that you like weren't expecting? Brought to me that I wasn't expecting. I don't like, like for me, for, yeah. for me, I could say like, I, I know when I started my channel, I wasn't thinking that this would be a, a side effect, but like it instantly made me start going all these other places to ride because right. I like, I wanted to film somewhere else, you know, and like that, I thought that, you know, that would be interesting, you know, and, and now it's like the, like before back then it was like, like four places that I rode like on rotation, you know what I mean? And like once every like three months or something like that, we'd go somewhere else, you, you know what I mean? But other than yeah. that, it was like, it was like Auburn, then Rockville, then Salmon Falls, then Auburn, then Rockville. You know what I mean? It was just like the same thing. And then like every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll go to Downeyville. You, you know, and like now it's like every weekend it's like, dude, where are we going? You know, and like those other places are like, they're just like filler spots where it's like, I don't have time to go anywhere else. I guess I'll go there, you, you yeah. know, and yeah. and that's been like really cool for me, man. Like I never traveled before to go ride bikes. And, you know, now I've like ridden in other states and like. It's just so cool, man. Like, I would have never yeah. thought, like, hey, I'm going to Hawaii for my buddy's wedding. We're going to ride mountain bikes while we're there. You, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. would have been like, we're going to go to Hawaii and we're going to get drunk as shit for like a week, dude. You know? Like, right. yeah. <laughs> you know that, that is kind of a side effect. Um, this next weekend, Sarah and I are headed out to uh, Seaside up in Oregon. Uh -huh. um, and it was just going to be like, uh, let's just unplug normal, forget about youtube forget about mountain bikes whatever there's like nothing to ride on the coast anyway but i looked on trail forks and there's like a brand new trail system that they're starting to put in like five minutes outside of seaside so oh, i cool. think we might bring our bikes oh, and go do that um i don't I, I guess one unexpected thing that came from my channel uh is a, a bike sponsorship i never thought that that would happen especially oh, wow. with such few viewers that i have 
um, and that's been really cool. You got 30,000 subscribers, man. You guys came up pretty quick too. If I remember. That's, yeah, that, that's true. Um, but when I got the sponsorship, I had like five, oh, yeah. which I was like, why, <laughs> why me? Um, yeah. but that's been really cool. Like working with a bike brand and seeing what goes on behind the scenes, uh, Who, who's your polygon bikes. All oh, right on dude. Yeah. They're, they're based out of Indonesia. So the time difference, like we'll talk like once a day, yeah. <laughs> send her an email, get a response 14 hours later. Um, but no, it's been really awesome. They've been a really good company to work with. And uh, I met a guy just... down here. I met a guy that was like, he, he was starting a uh, channel and it was one of my subscribers. I met up with him and he had one of those. Is it Siskiyou or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yep. The Siskiyou. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm on. The end yeah. 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 That's what he had. And he was like talking about, I mean, looked at it. It was like, looked like pretty, pretty clean bike. He's like, yeah, it's like way cheaper because it's not, you know, like an American bike or whatever. And um, what, what, I mean, obviously, like you're sponsored by them. I mean, what, what, how do you feel about it? I like it quite a bit. Um, there's a, a good amount of things that I've upgraded on it, just like any bike. Mm -hmm. um, and it was uh, easy to tell where they spent their money on the bike mm -hmm. and where they saved the money because the Siskiyou is more an affordable bike. And that's yeah. something I've always been about. Like, I, I bought this old creepy van with no brakes because I'm always hunting for a budget. <laughs> right, right. So I'm totally fine with making my own upgrades to the bike, but out of the box, that thing. Uh, had, the you bike even, had you even ahead. heard of them before they, they reached out to you? I had, yeah. I, I'd heard of Polygon bikes, um, but they hadn't really been uh, selling in the US market. Uh -huh. They've been mostly in the Australia and New Zealand market. Uh -huh. um, and I think in Europe as well, but this past year they made a push into the United States. So they just um, reached out to you? Like, yeah, they just reached out to me. I didn't say anything to them. They're like, hey, right. would you like to collaborate with us on your channel? And I was yeah. like, yes, that would yep. be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> It was, it was, it's really cool. But like at the time I had just bought a brand new bike. I just bought a new IT. I was like, I have a good bike. Right. It's going to be a good decision. And it definitely was. Uh, right. The bike is definitely different than the YT uh, a lot more. It's mm -hmm. easier to pedal up and <laughs> not realizing that it's such a luxury to have a really good pedaling bike other than yeah. one that's pretty heavy and chunky. Uh -huh. so, Which but, bike did you have? Uh, I had the Capra AL. Um, I bought in the AL Limited with the coil shock and everything. Uh -huh. So it was like a fun bike downhill. So it was awesome at the uh -huh. park, but pedaling uphill, you could do it. But man, you you spent a few rough. extra calories doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're digging this thing though, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm what is it that's so just the pedaling is what really stood out to you whenever you first it, got it? Oh, on the way it handles too, like the, the Capra the bike like really wants to just go straight down through everything. Just yeah, like it is literally a steamroller. Yeah. But the, the N nine, like it's really agile. So you really like pop around and pick your lines. Uh -huh. um, like, and that's what I really like about mountain biking is to be able to do that right there. Having a nimble bike. Uh -huh. um, so it's, it like playful. it's a playful bike. It's more playful. Yeah. yeah. It climbs really well tracks really well going up it doesn't wander like my yeah, uh, yeah. capra did so huh. yeah it's, that's that's super playful cool, playful fun bike that is super cool it's funny how like some of that stuff like I, I feel like you don't notice it until you get on another bike 
like oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like where you're saying like like the the Capra wandered. Like it might have been one of those things where like at least for me it would be like, dude, I I would just like deal with it and not really think about it, and then I'd ride some other bike and be like, oh, my bike doesn't do <laughs> that weird. Yeah. yeah, this is actually way nicer. You know, <laughs> I always tell people like like how do you know you have like how do you how do you know you have crappy brakes? You get better ones. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like yeah. the first time I got XTs from whatever like crap brakes were on my bike, I was like, oh my God. Like I remember pulling the brakes and feel like I was gonna go over handlebars. <laughs> yeah. And, you know? And then yeah. it's like, and I'm like, these things are amazing. And then I got like Saints, and then I'm like, oh my God. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Crazy, craziness. So Crazy times. So um you're thinking that you are you are you thinking like COVID's going to go away after the election. You guys are going to be able to get on the road next year, 2021. I'm hoping spring 2021 uh, will be a little easier to do. Yeah. Uh, I think at this point it will be anyway, just because everything's kind of changed. People know how to handle it a little yeah. bit better other than just like brand new frenzy, everything yeah. hitting the wall. So, yeah. uh, but crazy. next year for sure. Yeah. I'm going to up here in the winter, we have about four months of snow with no biking so I have like three or four months of content that I need to fill <laughs> in the winter oh, and it's hard yeah. when you can't ride. Uh, so the van build is going to be one of the prominent things that we do over winter and yeah. get the inside, do like bike storage that way in the spring, uh, start making some trips. So are you guys, you, so you, you met her in school. She does the same thing as you then, or she did, does the graphic did. design as well. Did she did. Um, after doing it for a little bit, ended up didn't liking uh, graphic design. So now she's a tattoo artist. Oh, cool. And she's doing super well at it. She's like booked out six weeks, really yeah. good clientele. And she loves doing it. She's happy doing it. And that's super happy. Cool. Happy wife is a happy me too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about you guys being on the road because you were saying you, you like freelance with your um, with your graphic design as well. So I could see you being able to do that on the road. Yeah. For her, well, though, tattooing, uh, you, you can actually do guest spotting at different shops. Ah, uh, so, okay. like the tattoo community is pretty, uh, I don't know, communicative. I wouldn't say like close knit. Yeah, really yeah. Knit. But yeah, like going over to Seattle, uh, she can talk to an artist shop over there, be like, hey, I like your work. I would love to guest spot at your shop for a couple of days if you would like if you would have me you know yeah, so yeah yeah you can go to that location do some work do some travel come home or just like make yeah. stops so yeah yeah oh that's super cool i didn't even think about that yeah like yeah. at her shop she's had artist guest spot there they just like set a booth up for them and let them yeah. work you know right on dude it's rad i'm super stoked i'm, I'm going for an appointment next week to to um get a new tattoo i'm like and what is it yeah, dude, I have, you know, aside from this awesome freaking travel that I have, <laughs> I have the, I have the, uh, the, the nineties tribal band around my other arm. And, uh, that one I actually don't like this one. I, I'll take all the jokes about the tribal sleeve. You know, I don't even care. Yeah. I, I like it. So it doesn't really fucking matter. That's what right. So, like, yeah. Right. So, but the, the, uh, the tribal band around the other arm, I've been like, oh, man, I've wanted to cover it up for so long. And, uh, yeah. I just didn't really know what I wanted. You know, I knew I wanted to get like a half sleeve on that arm 
and like mm-hmm. something kind of like go up over the shoulder, maybe on the chest a little. And uh, I just didn't, couldn't really figure it out. And I don't know, just recently, I, 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 the guy that did, I have this like a biomechanical kind of thing on my leg. And the guy mm-hmm. that did that, um, he does like really good, like Japanese waves and stuff, you know? Okay. And I, I always liked the water that he did. And I, and I was like, I think I'm going to get like a koi fish and, uh, and uh, um, an octopus kind of thing going on with the waves and stuff like that. and As, as a sleeve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think sleeve. I'm just going to do like a half sleeve and then kind of up over the, the back of the shoulder and like onto the chest a little bit. Like kind of like a Japanese traditional? Yeah, piece. yeah. Yeah, no, that'd yeah. be pretty sweet. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. And plus then it'll have a lot of like, like because that cover-up is going to be a pain in the ass. So hopefully mm-hmm. there's enough shading in the fish or the whatever's going on around it that they'll be able to hide that so he's a good artist though so i'm not i'm not tripping i'm sure he'll figure it out but yeah yeah you know, he'll take care of it that's why you pay him <laughs> yeah right you know me. yeah dude dude's expensive but man like like this one on my arm like i don't wear sunscreen dude i mountain bike all the time and like i've had this thing for like 10 years and people are always like is that new i'm like no i just paid real money for it you know right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that not only like with a tattoo artist, you're paying for their skill, but you're paying for their experience and like the type of tattoo and the location. Um, so if you get something detailed where it gets a lot of sun, it's just going to turn into a black smudge. Yeah. If yeah. You get something totally. big and bold. It's going to last forever. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I know he wasn't stoked whenever he did this one because I was like, this is what I want. He's like, really really <laughs> I was like, okay. you don't even understand dude like 13 year old me when i saw freaking george clooney and dust till dawn i was like i want that <laughs> that feeling stuck me, until you're 18 huh right? <laughs> yes oh man i'm full of bad decisions dude i'm just I'm like my whole life is all based around them so here we go right <laughs> Oh man. So um I'm hoping that Sedona Mountain Bike Festival happens next year and that's in March. Do you think you'd you'd be make down, making your way down to Sedona by then? I would love to. Uh this last February we went down the week before um because it was my birthday. Oh. And, um after Sarah Sarah surprised me with the trip. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, by the way, open this box." it's an itinerary for a trip we're going on yay she, she's the best wife in the world I that's can't, so cool i can't argue that yeah uh, but after she made the trip and i was looking into it it's like oh damn we just missed the bike festival by a week oh yeah that'd have been really cool so i think it's it's on the radar for yeah. sure i really like to go that was like my last hurrah of normalcy before freaking covid we were all down there and it was like so much fun and i remember thinking that it might was going to get canceled because uh like COVID was just kind of like bearing its little ugly head at the time you know yeah. i remember there was some other like festival in texas that they had canceled like a week before and i was and i don't care i got plane tickets already as long as they don't shut down the airports i'm going no matter what i'm i'm gonna yeah. you know and so we got to go down there and have a great time it's so much fun riding down there it's oh different. it's so different yeah it's so different um i brought my big bike like 170 mil of travel and huh. did not need that no not at all <laughs> yeah that's a it's definitely different but it was so fun um, Arizona has this way of making downhill uphill did you notice that 
Like we'd be like, all right, we're descending and we're climbing somehow. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, that's definitely it. Like every trail, it's just this the whole yeah. time. Like a little yeah. bit of down, then you go back up, and yeah. it, it was awesome. Like it made the climbs not excruciating. Like you yeah. got breaks all the time. Yeah, yeah, everything's really punchy. I know um, Hardtail Party had done a video on Sedona like right before the festival, and he was like kind of like telling people like, hey, you can go here and like expect this or whatever, and he's like. If you ride 20 miles at home, you'll ride 10 miles here. He's like, it's just, oh, and, yeah. you know, it's the truth though, because you're like so active, like pulling up over this rock or pedaling, punching through this little punchy climb. And like, yeah, you're no, just like, that is the most true statement I've ever heard <laughs> because we went on a full day ride and halfway through the ride, uh, we were both beat up and I looked at our, uh, the Strava and I was like, shit we've only gone three miles that's <laughs> it yeah yeah totally that is a hundred percent sedona and yeah. yeah did you get to do like slim shady like easy breezy we did slim shady um yeah. when we went everything was wet so we were trying to like stay away from the really uh gooey trails but yeah, yeah. we did slim shady that was a super fun trail i really wanted to do it's highline right right off yeah. slim shady yeah, i yeah. wanted to do that had sarah with me i didn't want to take her on it yeah. So that'll be a future trip. But. Yeah, I did that one last year for the first time. Um, it was fun. You know, a lot of people, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. So like a lot of people thought that I wouldn't like that trail because of some exposure on it. But that one actually didn't yeah. bother me. That's good. All. Yeah, you know, like I'm kind of weird about it. It's like the only part that bothered me was like wherever it's like, this big beautiful view that everybody else would be like oh, that's awesome <laughs> I'm stuff, like, yeah, yeah. put the gopro up here can we roll the fuck out already yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of the same way stay like 20 feet from the edge yeah, yeah i can see it from here that's cool yeah i'm cool yeah this way. katie and i were out at the uh at um down the ocean here and there's this place called mavericks it's like a big surf spot and uh they have these huge waves and it's kind of like cliffs to the ocean you know She's like standing like right on the edge of it. I'm like 30 feet behind her, like, oh my god, god. like I'm like, every can you can, can you back up? <laughs> like I'm like yeah. freaking out. It's not even me standing over there. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Right. And that's kind of like the tables flipped right there. Like it's just a six foot rock roll, Sarah. Calm <laughs> yeah, right. down. Right. <laughs> it's just a hundred foot cliff, Jim. Right. I'm not gonna jump off it. Right. I'm not going to just fall. Like in my head, I'm like, I don't yeah. know. There's going to be an earthquake. You're going to trip. I don't know. You're going to see a bee and try to swat it. You're going to fall off the edge. I, I have all these ideas of how it's going to, I just know it's not going to be good. Get away Every from scenario that. is bad. So just yeah. step away. <laughs> yeah. Which makes no sense that I'm a mountain biker because then it's like, like yesterday, I'm like up on the side of this fucking mountain. It's like, what yeah. are you doing? You idiot. But it, I, don't, I, don't yeah. I don't know. It's, it's the same. I've always been told that like, I, I get nervous about a lot of stuff, pretty yeah. anxious. Like yeah. even like at the start of this interview, it's just like, okay, let's, let's make it through this. But yeah. then people tell me like, you jump on a dirt bike and you ride this stuff on your mountain bike. How does just like public speaking scare you? And it's yeah. like, well, when you're riding a bike, everything, like you said earlier, clears out of your head yeah. and you're yeah, just focused definitely. on that. Yeah. I think for me too, like as long as it's not like, and this is the part where Sedona gets me where it's like sheer and there's like nothing to like grab line, for example, like on that trail, like anywhere, if you fell, there's like all kinds of shrubbery. So yeah. it's like you, you don't feel like you're going to be like, Whoa! 
you know, yeah. like, but like, like there's another trail that I wrote. I did a video too. I was with, um, um, Jeff Lenowski from trail boss. And it's okay. like, it's like Wiley coyote running off the cliff. You know what I mean? It's like, there's nothing uh, more like 1500 feet below it, dude. It's like, you, you fall off the side of that thing. That's it. That's the, that's the end of the day, dude. You know, like, yeah, that you know? might freak me out a little bit. Oh man. I fucking lost my mind. You should, yeah. video, dude, it's pretty funny. And like, I'm like, it's probably not even that bad. You know, honestly, like I watched 30 guys in front of me roll right through it. Like it didn't even matter. You know what I mean? But to me, I got out there and it just like, is like off camber and, and there's this huge drop. And then there's this, like, you know how the backdrop is in Sedona. Like everything just looks like this, like huge majestical, like mountain, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like this huge, like like canvas out in front of you then this big drop and oh man i literally was i was walking my i got off my bike i'm like walking i just need to make it like through like 15 feet or whatever it is and i, and I was fighting the thought in my head that was saying you should probably crawl dude you know, yeah like, no like, i know that exact feeling <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like i got the Go gopro on i'm like you can't do that dude you gotta just just come on get, get your shit together you should have crawled with the gopro that would have been hilarious oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, maybe i'll go yeah. back next year and and uh i was i wanted to go back there um this last year and and try to see if i could convince myself to ride across it but um and then like kind of make it like a, a spoof or like a white line kind of spoof thing on it you know Right. everybody yeah. else is doing the white line i'm like cat yeah, dude i don't even want to see that you Actually, got this you've seen yeah. this line right yeah i'm just gonna take a bunch of chalk over there and draw it all over the place <laughs> oh. <laughs> i'd like to go see that though like uh, actually that that was one of my goals for this next year is to go up to the white line just to check it out like i'm you, you haven't seen it sarah and i, I did go it. yeah it, it's pretty far up there and it's like why even do that Right, perfectly good trails down here that are way fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it is like like having a miniature heart attack every time I watch one of these guys do a video up there. And I'm like, dude, I'm a YouTuber. I know they edited the video; they didn't die. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. But I'm like watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna fall. He's gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, I. I like taking some risks, but I don't know if that's a risk I ever really need yeah. to do. I hear it's a pretty easy trail, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 100% guarantee you could put that that exact same like feature in my front yard, and I could ride it all day long. But you oh, put yeah. it up there, I probably can't even get within freaking 100 yards of that thing, dude. So like, put it anything next to certain death, and you don't really want to go near it. Right? <laughs> I don't understand these guys that are up there just doing that. I'm like, oh my god, what's the point? Like, what is the yeah. point? What is the point? Just to say you did. I mean, that's yeah. about that's that yeah. is the point to say you did it, so, right? Kudos to you if you've done it, right? I will probably not. <laughs> yeah, I need to come up with something that everybody else thinks is scary that's not scary to me. Like, I don't know. A mortgage right yeah i'm like i'm gonna drink 15 beers a night guys <laughs> no, I'll show you guys you'll never even know <laughs> they'll be like he's gonna die <laughs> he's still going oh god somebody stop him <laughs> somebody stop him <laughs> oh god oh this see like i told you dude my life is full of bad decisions man <laughs> yeah 
So where else, yeah. like you said, you guys want to come down through California anywhere in, in specific that you want to ride? Um, I don't know a whole lot about mountain biking in California, but I have seen that Santa Cruz has some pretty good stuff. Um, yeah. I've always wanted to go there too. Um, so I definitely need to research, but mm -hmm. Sarah has some family down in SoCal, so mm -hmm. we'll probably spend some time down there. So any, any trail recommendations around that area or... I'm ready yeah, to like that. SoCal, are you saying like LA area or like San Diego or? Uh, yeah, like we're close to Santa Monica would be yeah. staying close down there. So, but I mean, we can drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You're you're only going to drive like 1,500 miles to get there. I would imagine you could go. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to know. the trailhead. I don't know a whole lot of what's going on down there. It's well, like, like you're in Northern California. Yeah, right? I'm in Northern California. I'm in like Sacramento. So yeah, definitely um, would want to stop up there Cruz. too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot here. Um, this like our, at least for like what I would consider our best riding is, is in the Tahoe area. So that's, okay. you know, obviously a kind of a summertime time place. Right. But, um, depending on what time of the year that you're here, like, yeah, Santa Cruz is good, especially in the spring, if you're coming down that around that time, because then, you know, they do all most of the trail work in the winter. And so the trails are usually pretty dialed. California, mm -hmm. especially Northern California, like this time of the year, the trails are like, it's been dry for months. It's just, mm -hmm. everything's starting to get pretty blown out, but just cut um, and chunky. Yeah. Yeah. Just, or like the burnt, like somewhere like, like, like if you go to Santa Cruz, like the berms are going to be all like screwed up and, you know, mm -hmm. break bumps from everybody that apparently doesn't know how to go through a berm. I, you know, like, uh, You're supposed to glide through it, people. Yeah. Dan, what do you do with your brakes, man? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lots of stuff in Tahoe. I, I, um, I, I, I have had this conversation probably a billion times. Like, I don't know what it is about Tahoe, but for some reason it doesn't get like the notoriety of like all these other mountain biking kind of destinations. But the riding up there is just phenomenal. And, and the only thing I can come up with is that they don't really have, like, it's not a lot of, of um, like, lift access places. You, you know what I mean? There's, like, yeah. one North Star. There might be some other places that are starting to put them in. But most of this stuff is, like, dude, you got to you gotta work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, like, yesterday, I mean, we shuttled part of our ride, but we still had to climb from whatever it was like what eight seven thousand probably we were probably at 7500 when we started and we climbed up to like i said almost 10. Yeah, still a but, good we just, but we descended for freaking like 12 miles you, you know what i mean so yeah. it's like like yeah dude like that's that's sick you know like yeah like that is that is crazy sick you know i, I had a what is that dude's name gene from um uh, a YouTube channel, regular guy, mountain biker. Have you ever seen his channel? Mm -hmm. He's from back East and he came out for some like work thing. He was in San Francisco and he went up there and rode with us and we took him on this trail. It was like, basically it was like nine miles of downhill. And he's like, I've never done that in my life. Like, he's <laughs> right. like, you know, like he's like where I ride, it's like, you're like three minutes and you're down, you know, even at the place that they have lifts, you, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, dude, you know, this is what we do. You know, it's like, yeah, this is the norm. <laughs> this is mountain biking. What do you Sorry. mean? <laughs> you know, I rode with a, a dude this summer um, who was from, he's in the Air Force, so he gets stationed around, but 
his last assignment was in like North Dakota or something uh -huh. where there's, it's just flat oh, and yeah. he was huge in the mountain biking, but he's like, yep, yeah, I pretty much just like did a little bit of BMX ish because yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's nothing. And then come over here, uh, silver mountain, like it has 30 minute downhill constant laps. Um, I can't remember yeah. the vertical descent, but to go from like just nothing right. to complete lift service gondola all the way up to the top, just like yeah. rocked his world. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally, totally, totally different. It's yeah. interesting though, man, no matter where you go, this is the one thing I've noticed that it's fun riding bikes everywhere, man. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like just places that I wouldn't have expected, you know, like Phoenix, for example, like when I rode there, there for the first time, I didn't even realize there was a big ass mountain outside of the town. I'd been there like a few times already. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like in my life, never even not just swimming pools and backyards. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so I like went down there and rode South mountain. It was like, this place is sick. I would have never thought that, you know, or like I saw a um, single track sampler did a bunch of videos and like, in vegas like outside of vegas i'm like mm -hmm. there's something other than casinos there you know <laughs> right yeah no that that was one really surprising for me like yeah it's just like the strip right <laughs> right right you know it's like just um i don't know like i rode down in uh in in austin texas with uh with uh, no front brakes and they have like this little lift access place there and i think it's called spider mountain that's mm -hmm. right like, i think it's like 300 or like something like between like 300 and 400 feet of elevation from the top to the bottom, you know? So I go yeah. out there and I'm like, I have this mindset of like California where I'm like, dude, like, like 300 feet elevation loss. I'm like, that's like driving down to like, you know, down to the store or something. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't even know what to say. You know, it's like, that's like, that's like a quarter of the climb that I normally do. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm like thinking this is going to be lame, but it was yeah. fun. I had like a super good time, you know, like, yeah, well, it's, let's lift access, right? Yeah. 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 And you can just do tons of little laps. Yeah. So but either nice. way, like other stuff that I've seen those guys post too, it's like, they have some fun trails there, you know, mm -hmm. like, even if you think about Sedona, like for example, a lot of that stuff is not like, like it, it's it, like we were saying earlier, it's like up and down, you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. this, like what I'm used to riding out here where we like, you know, do a grinder climb for like an hour and then we like descend for 15 minutes, you know what I mean? Or whatever yeah. it is, you know? So it's yeah. like, it's definitely a different, different kind of riding. I, I kind of like that riding better, to be honest, because like the hour long fire road climb, yeah, those get old after yeah. a while. They do get old, but I think that's that part where you like get to like work out your problems, you know, <laughs> yeah. like sit and find yourself. Shit, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes they're good. Sometimes you're just like, I'm freaking over this. So right. So I need an e-bike. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All comes back to e-bikes. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. So definitely, if you're if you're in the area, man, definitely hit me up, dude, because I, I I definitely show you around no matter what time of the year. Oh, I will. Yeah, for sure. But Santa Cruz is like the the most popular, you know one that most people know of is is like demo forest which would be like the flow trail and braille and and those um are super fun somehow they built this like these uh these trails that you have to climb in and out of i don't know how that's possible but you have to climb both ways so <laughs> <laughs> that sounds super fun yeah yeah but they are often trails. 
Yeah. You, you go up, you descend, and then you have to go up to get out. So it's like, what the yeah, hell, man? It. It's like, uh, this that, makes that, no sense. It. But they're super, super fun trails. So that's the part where you're like, ah, I guess I'll do it. Right. But um, the other spot that is UC, which is UC Santa Cruz, and that's all, aside from like some like joke of a like trail that's, there's like one legitimate trail there that's like, you know, you could take your, your five-year-old kid on. Yeah. But then there's like hundreds of, like illegal trails <laughs> like <laughs> everybody stuff. rides and for some reason nobody's allowed to talk talk about like if a right. youtuber like makes a video down there like people are like blowing them up about it and it's like dude there's a hundred cars parked in that parking lot every <laughs> weekend with freaking tailgate pads and roof racks on it and you guys are acting like it's a secret you know right. like yeah Oh no, that's funny. They don't. They don't want somebody from North Idaho coming up and wrecking the trails. I guess the, the funny thing is, is like there's you know there's major bike companies down in that area, and they will film their like promo videos and shit like right. that on these trails. It's like the 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 videos that you're watching are like on a not legit trail. They're illegal <laughs> videos. It's just I don't understand why the city like doesn't embrace it. Like there is so much money mm -hmm. being spent by all these guys coming down there and like it's not like it's all locals that are riding there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that's, that's super true. Like it's hard to convince people that like recreation like that is a good thing. You know, yeah. people are going to come visit from out of town. Um, and like I said earlier, we're going to seaside next week. And I read this little article on that little trail system they're trying to build. Um, and it looks like they have some fun. A lot of it yet, but the main holdup is just like convincing the city council that like it will benefit the area, you know, it's yeah. like, well, okay. <laughs> I would yeah. definitely travel there to go mountain biking and spend my money right. on you guys. Right. Yeah. We have, I mean, we're, we're pretty lucky here in California. I mean, that at least where I'm at, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't speak for the whole state, but where I'm at, it's like, I have so many like, fantastic places to ride within like three hours of where I live. You, you know what I mean? And it's like mm -hmm. lots of them are epic, you know? And like, so it's like, and there's like so much in Tahoe that like every time I go up there and ride, I talk to somebody else that tells me about some other trail that I've never even heard of. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't even understand how there's so much, you, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this, this is, this is awesome. Maybe that's why it's good that it's not for maybe, maybe I should stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just shut up. Man. <laughs> there's no trails there. Yeah. No, there's, no. Nothing here. there's nothing here. I was totally joking. So yeah, dude, it's definitely, definitely some good stuff. If you get to come down in the summertime, like one of the big ones that everybody talks about is, uh, is Downeyville. That's, I don't know if you've heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. It's got like, like, you know, any mountain biker, you only tell the good part. So you're like, yeah, it's like 14 miles of downhill, dude. They drive you up in a truck and you just come down. But there is some climbing. So oh, everybody dang. seems to let that yeah. out. You know, It's like a half yeah. a mile in the middle of the trail. You're like, really? <laughs> just give me a heads up, man. I wouldn't be mad if you didn't keep it. Right. <laughs> right. So, but there's just so much, so much, so much to do. You know, I rode up in, in your neck of the woods. Was it? It must have been last year at this point because we were traveling. So I was up in um, Sun Valley area riding. Okay. Really, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, that's not as north as you are, but 
Yeah, um, I've, I've never been to Sun Valley, but I've heard some pretty good things. Yeah. Um, I think this past year they were closed for a bunch of maintenance and stuff. Oh, really? That's that's what I heard. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't fact check me on that. Well, maybe yeah. you should to tell me I'm wrong, but right. but yeah, I, I heard they're doing a lot of work to the place and I'd like I'd like to go back up there. Honestly, man, Idaho is one of the places that I would consider leaving California for. And it's like there's a short list cuz cuz to me like whenever we're talking cuz my daughter's about to graduate from high school, so after she's out of high school, we're like it's up in the air. Yeah, you want to go somewhere? We can what go to do next. Yeah. Right, like we we could go live in freaking Germany for a few years if we want to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but, uh, um, so we're like, you know, well, what states? And to me, it's like, first of all, it's like, okay, well, first there has to be good writing, you know. And there's like, there goes a whole bunch of states are gone. Right, right. <laughs> so, so it's like, all right, like, and it has to be the kind of writing that I want, you know. Yeah, right. perfect weather all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I basically talk myself half again. Into California. I'm like, what the hell? I guess we're just gonna move down the street or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so like where we're at, like I said, our winters are definitely snowy. So yeah, you, you have to switch sports. Yeah. So in the winter, ski, snowboard. Yeah. Uh, fat bike if you got them. Yeah. Um, but in the summer, there's so much biking here. It's crazy. Like, I'm kind of surprised that there isn't more, like, videos and footage from the Inland Northwest because uh -huh. it's such an awesome area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you do the fat biking? I don't. I've never tried fat biking. My buddy was, he, he has a, they have a, a cabin up in Tahoe. And uh, he was telling me, like, that's his thing in the winter. It's like, they have all these, like, uh, um like snowmobile parks right mm -hmm. so it's like as soon as the snowmobiles go through like he can just fat bike like on top of their tracks so it's like he's like dude i'm like riding all the same area that we mountain bike but now it's in, under the snow i'm like oh that's kind right of no I, I definitely wanted to try it uh, yeah it sounds, list, so. it sounds fun man mm -hmm. i just like i i used to do snow sports too i used to ski a lot and um but living here, it's like I can ride like good trails all winter too. So and yeah, in the winter here, it's like we're getting rain. So then our trails are like super tacky, and the weather like the it's not super cold. So it's like it's, it gets yeah, it's uh, hard, especially with the way lift tickets are now. It's like some places are like 120 bucks for a lift ticket. So yeah, like that's a joke, man. I got a brand new set of skis that I bought like two years ago, and I've ridden them once. You know, it's like right. I used to like all summer do my summer stuff and like you know first snow it was like that's it that's all i'm doing until until i can't anymore you know and mm. no, it's definitely an expensive sport that's one thing that i like about mountain biking is once you have your bike you can just go ride it and yeah but when you're doing skiing unless if you like have a skin set up and you can hike up yeah you're mostly paying for lift tickets and yeah like you said, they get up to like up here. Our most expensive mountain for a season pass is like over a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's just like for one year of skiing. I mean, yeah. you can easily pay for it because the lift ticket prices are so high. Right, right. But but yeah, no, it's definitely an investment. It's super fun. Yeah, I and absolutely like, love it. Yeah, and forget about it if you don't bring your own beer or like you you want to go get lunch while you're there it's like yeah you know it's like there's another 60 bucks 70 bucks like yeah definitely don't want to have a few after you're done because that'll be you know it's like holy cow yeah that's what nice. yeah you just got to fill up the flask and then put a 
uh, sandwich in the truck and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's the way to go. I used to like just put a bunch of beer in my backpack and a sandwich or something like that. And, mm. and I'd stash beers all over the mountain too. <laughs> yeah, there's some guy riding up there right now. Like, why the hell is this Coors Light sitting in the middle of this hill? <laughs> I actually had that happen once with a bottle of Fireball. Yeah, and I think it fell out of someone's pocket. It was right in the middle of the run. Oh yeah, and it had like two drinks taken out of it. So it was like, okay, <laughs> I just took a couple pulls, put it back, and let somebody <laughs> else enjoy it. <laughs> it was awesome. That's that's super cool. So you were a snowboarder when you were you. you are you converted to skiing now or just um, did for fun the one time? No, I'm, I'm trying to convert to skiing, yeah. but yeah, snowboarded since I was in like uh, middle school or something. So, um, pretty well versed with it, but yeah, like the whole two feet versus having your feet strapped into a board is just hard for my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting it though. This last year, I was able to do all the blue squares pretty easily and did a couple black, you know, kind of skated down the black diamond runs yeah, on skis, yeah. but it, it was definitely humbling for me. Yeah. I'm usually the guy that just goes straight down on the board, yeah. but getting on skis, it's like, eh, pizza. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. When I learned to snowboard, it was like, back home in Pennsylvania and basically that's what we were doing just pointing straight down we'd walk up some hill and point straight down it build a ramp in the middle of it and maybe one another one at the bottom and it'd be like hit that hit that and then walk back up the hill so I never did it in a resort and then whenever I got older I I learned how to ski and I, I've always just skied so mm -hmm. um it's fun though it's super fun but yeah. Oh, it it's actually kind of re-sparked my love for winter sports skiing. Yeah. Because for in the resorts, I don't do park and stuff. Like I've taken yeah. too many rails to the chest to really want to yeah. do park anymore. Yeah. Uh, so unless if the snow is like blower powder and there's awesome glades, yeah. Uh, the snowboard can like snowboard on groomers just kind of sucks. Yeah. Know? Um, but on skis, like groomers are still fun when yeah. the snow's good and yeah yeah totally and you can get to a lot more places uh, unlocks more terrain so you don't have to unstrap and like do the pogo yeah. leg on a snowboard to try and get over the, right. the ridge right so it's you get definitely flat you can just kind of like skate out of it where on the snowboard you're like uh guys <laughs> that was like the coolest thing ever getting off like the first time i got off a lift on skis I could just keep going down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to stop and strap in on my butt. Right. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's that's it's that's a fun sport too, man. You know, oh, yeah. Definitely good. I, I've thought have you thought about trying to like take a GoPro up there and like put something uh, like that on your on your channel? I think I might do that this winter because there's yeah. only so much shop content that I can do in the uh -huh. winter. And uh, that's kind of a reason why I named the channel The Shreddest. And it's kind of a hokey name, I get it, but I made it so it was like a activity agnostic. So like I can go, I don't know, shred on the slopes. I can go shred on my mountain bike. I can go shred on a dirt bike. Uh, so I can just do all these sports activities instead of being like Jim the mountain bike guy. <laughs> right, right, right. Now Jim is skiing. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, totally. Just a small yeah. detail, but it's something that was in my head. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I, you actually answered the question I was just going to ask you anyway. Was like how you came up with the name. So, I guess that that's it there. 
Yeah, that, that's pretty much it there. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I should have rethought biker before I, <laughs> I really kind of hold myself there. Didn't right? I? You either got mountain bikes or Harley Davidsons. Right. There's only two things you can do. Dirt bikes too, I guess. Yeah. You do dirt bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Ski bikes. Yeah, all kinds of bikes. And you know what? Maybe it wasn't a bad idea. <laughs> that's like it's one like, of the hardest things of starting a channel to do is coming up with the name. Oh, I, I had a whiteboard with like 30 things written down on it. I was like, no, that yeah. one's shit. That one's shit. That one's shit. <laughs> this yeah. one's okay. This one's okay. Right. And then there's like two parts of it. So like, because I know your, your background, it's like you have to have a name that is A, not used and B, that you can actually get a domain for, right? So it's like domain was available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like that, that's part of like why I ended up doing biker the way that I did with the one was like it was easy to get a dom that domain because nobody likes to misspell words, you know, like yeah. or whatever, you know. That's, so that's definitely a huge part of it. Like when I got mine, the domain was available, the Instagram was available, the YouTube channel was available, yeah. the Gmail was <laughs> available. Yeah. So yeah, for me it was like it was like almost all the things lined up but it was like somebody on like instagram or something like that had had biker and so then i had so then that's why my all my social media is biker b1 instead of just gotcha. biker and i was like i don't know dang it yeah you know what you win gotta some, make him a cash offer right that's what buy it him is. Out. Buy him out. <laughs> give me your instagram account <laughs> Yeah, then, you know, as soon as you say that, they're like, you know, people get greedy. They're like, oh, this guy must have money. Oh, like yeah. million sure. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, dude, I was thinking like 30 bucks. That's yeah. all I got. <laughs> right. How about like a 12-pack of Lagunitas? <laughs> yes. Right. As long as it's the summer shandy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So what, you're a beer guy? Um, a half beer guy. Yeah. So you're more of a liquor guy or like a wine guy? or I do like my drinks my mixed yeah. drinks um i kind of go you can make fun of me but one of my favorites is uh, a rum and root beer like a barks oh that sounds good like a spice rum kraken rum with yeah. uh, barks root beer uh, yeah. i can't drink too too many of them because they're so sugary but oh, right and they're right. so good that's cool they have a i don't know if they do they sell it but it's not your dad's root beer up there Oh yeah, we got Dad's root beer up here. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty good too, man. Like, there's a few different companies that came out with some of those, but that one was actually pretty good. Like, mm -hmm. it's like the it's root beer and it's uh, Henry yeah. Weinhardt's. That's another root beer, right? Like with the guy with the old face on it. Henry that sounds root. familiar. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is it, no, Weinhardt's is a beer. There's another like Henry's something root beer that's just oh, so yeah. good. It's so oh, good that right. I forgot the name of it. Yeah, just right. Go into a trance. <laughs> yeah, so if you like root beer, um, Jeremiah Weed has a whiskey that's called a sarsaparilla whiskey. It tastes like root beer. Oh my Ooh, god, it is that would be good. It is in it will get you in lots of trouble. I've had a few yeah. <laughs> I've had a few live streams out here in this garage and freaking people talking me into doing shots and it got fucking ugly. <laughs> like honestly, that stuff tastes so damn good. When it's cold, it's like, and I'm not a liquor guy. I like never drink liquor. Like I'm really? totally a beer dude. You know, yeah. what I mean? like few and far between is it like a some kind of like maybe a Bloody Mary or a margarita every once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And uh, 
Oh my God, dude. Like I honestly have not bought another bottle of that because every time I'm like, you know, just the right amount of beers in, I'm like, Oh, it sounds like a good idea. We should do something. Yeah. Just go down that road. <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's the glasses, they're so tiny. I can have so many of them. <laughs> right. Well, it's like, because I'm a beer guy, I like, I know how to pace myself with beer. I don't know mm -hmm. how to pace myself with liquor because it's like, that's a, it's a swallow. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, when you're doing shots, I don't think that's a, a game you pace. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. think you're doing shots to do shots. Yeah. But even if I was to put it in a glass, like, I just don't know how to drink it. Like, 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 like you, I'd just be like, Bloop. oh, that was really good. That was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll drink like scotch on the rocks and that yeah. definitely makes you sip it. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'll slow you down. It has its, it comes with breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Good breaks there. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I like my my scotches a bit. I'm I'm not like a, a connoisseur or anything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I definitely like sipping on drinks during the holidays and stuff. Yeah, I should probably move to something like that. That way it's like less calories, man. I tell you what, because beer is what got me in trouble. It's like that's, that's what got me. That's what got true, me. Yeah. Man, it's like it's just it's good, but man, it's definitely um it packs a punch. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, dude? I, I my channel is doing really good right now because of the the whole weight loss series. Yeah, I was gonna ask how that's going. It's going good, dude. It's like, but maybe like I used to watch that show, The Biggest Loser. Do you ever see that show? Uh, I've seen previews. Yeah. I used to <laughs> watch, watch it. I used to, like, and at the time that I watched it, I was like in like super good shape. And I used to always think, man, I wish I should get fat so I could get on that show. That looks like really fun to be on. And yeah. I'm like, now I just did it myself. I got fat <laughs> and I made my own biggest loser on YouTube. That's all you gotta <laughs> do. Self-starter. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. This is how I this is how I did it, man. No, it's been a fun series, man. I really like didn't YouTube's full of like, like surprises, at least for me, where it's like things that I didn't expect happen out of it, you know, like, yeah. And uh, like with that, like I, there was actually like zero thought of me inspiring other people to lose weight when I started that series. Like right. to me, it was just like, all right, dude, you're fat enough. You should probably lose weight. And uh, well, I guess I could make some videos about that. Yeah, this would be good content. <laughs> Bring yeah, some time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, oh, th this would be something different, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it, it really like, oh my God, there's so many people have been like, you know, telling me their stories. And it's just like, it, it's, it's, it's really satisfying to like see somebody like the other day, last weekend I was on the trail. This guy's like, hiking with his dad and we're, we're, we all ride by and then we're, we're stopped at like this little trailhead and they walk up and the dad like says to me, he's like, Hey, do you do YouTube? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And he's like, yeah, my son said that you're a YouTuber. And, and so like, then the son starts talking to me cause he watched my, my weight loss stuff. And he's like, you inspired me, man. I lost like 27 pounds. I'm like, that's awesome. It's crazy, dude. You know, like yeah. that's nuts, man. Like, I am like definitely not a good role model. <laughs> apparently, like this is somewhere I'm having a positive effect. On. You're getting to be a better one. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like the worst out though, because like A, my sense of humor, and B, I also know like I just know me. So I I I tell people all the time, I'm like, dude, I can't wait to hit my goal weight so I can start working on getting fat again. <laughs> and they're like, You're not gonna do that. And I'm like, Oh yeah. You, you know don't it. even know. 
it is so fun getting fat. You don't even understand. <laughs> it's like you can so eat whatever you want. You can drink whatever you want. You can just sit around. You're like, you know what? What did I do on Saturday? Not a fucking thing, dude. Just sat on the couch and watched it. It was Netflix. great. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I can see the attraction. I mean, yeah. I've been known to down a few sleeves of Oreos in a city. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know, with me, it's like all or nothing with things. So I'm like, I'm, it, I, I should change it to not all or nothing. It's like all or all. Like, I'm all in on being in shape or I'm all in on being fat. You know, yeah. like, like, you know it's like, <clears throat> yeah. Good At least time. you're fully into it no matter right? what road yeah, you're going no, down. I'm 100% committed. Committed individual. <laughs> I appreciate that. Right. So, so you said come through California. You said Sedona, where else did you, where, where else are you guys thinking about going on that, that road trip? Um, I'd like to go up through, uh, Moab, Southern Utah. I've actually never been in Utah in any facet. Yeah. So that would be all new to me. So that's definitely like one of the high points on my list. Go down yeah. to ride. Maybe, uh, would be cool to see like the old rampage site. Go, yeah. go see what's going on there even though I wouldn't be able to do half the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> More than half the stuff. That stuff is just insane. Yeah. I don't even understand how those guys do that. I, I knew uh, I met this guy, um, Andrew Taylor. He raced in rampage and wow. uh, he's just like super chill. He, I did a, I, he was on biker bar like a year ago or something like that. And uh, just super chill guy, but it's like, he rode the, actually I, when I met him, I was riding the trail that I rode yesterday. And uh, okay. there's like this spot where it's like this crazy chunky technical like wall of rocks that everybody's like, you know, let's see who can get through this. Right. You know, he like goes through like half of it and then just decides to like jump off of this one that's like 10 feet up in the air to like a huck to flat, you know, and it's just like. <laughs> That was like the line for him. You know, everybody else is like right. down here. He's like halfway down, like, whoop. We're like, what the hell? You know, like, well, I guess the <laughs> this line is in the air. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It's interesting uh, when you see funny. people with like skill sets like that, like how they attack things. Like, oh, um, it just it floors you. It's just like, yeah. wow, I have a long way to go. <laughs> right. Or like somebody like, um, do you know anybody that does trials? I don't, not personally. No. First time but. I I I ever was around somebody that was Jeff Lenowski and and watching him in Sedona, like like he would come to these features and like to us, it'd be like just try to like muscle your way right through that thing, you know, like pick the path of least resistance. And to right. him, it's like you know, he like kind of like walk like rides up and puts his wheel over here and pops his other wheel over there and then rides over this and then pops it up oh, pedal to pedal pedal up. And then there was, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like, it's just like, almost like you just watch it and you're like, wow, that's like, I didn't even, I, I don't even see it that way. You, you know, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just, just make it look so easy and stuff. Well, that's one thing I really need to work on is like technical bike skills, you know, yeah. like, good at going down but as soon as you like tell me to try and pivot turn yeah <laughs> it's like my brain turns off you know and people you know, that can do that second nature it's super impressive yeah totally i want to I, I need to like spend maybe that'd be a good video for me to do like spend a day in the in the um in the driveway trying to figure out how to like endo turn i need to do endo turns man 
Because you know those super tight switchback situations. It's like, like yeah, I can I can get around most of them, but some of them it's like, man, if I could just endo turn, I'd be like hundred percent set. You know? Oh yeah, and people and be talking about cool like, people do it on videos too, right? You know, you're like, oh, that looks sick. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've I've had that same thought. Like, just spend six hours straight trying to wheelie better. Yeah. But then I'm like. That just sounds boring to watch on my channel. How the right. hell would I make that interesting? Do you ever, do you ever, do you ever watch a guy's channel, Mike Boyd? Mm -mm. He does like, uh, like how to do stuff, right? So, like, like let's say one of them would be like, I, he wants to learn how to wheelie, right? And mm -hmm. he's going to make himself a challenge that he has to be able to do a wheelie for fifty yards. So he'll start a stopwatch, and then he'll show you like exactly like how much time he actually spent practicing so and he'll try to figure it all out on his own and then then if he needs to he'll like look shit up but it'll be like so at the end of it you're like he'll be like yeah it took eight hours to learn how to wheelie 100 yards you know and you're like when you look at it that way instead of i mean it might have been three four weeks that he was working on it right it like 15 minutes here, 20 minutes. yeah yeah you know but it's like, it's like, oh, wow, you know, like that doesn't seem that bad. Or it's like, you know, yeah. it really only took him 15 minutes to learn how to rip a phone book in half. You, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's like, a good well, thumbnail and title right there. Yeah. You know, but like that's the stuff that he does, like all these like weird stuff. But like one of them okay. was a wheelie. I think he did one was a manual as well. It's, it's, he's, uh, he's done a few bike things, but then the other ones are like, you know, shit like, I don't know open up a champagne bottle with a sword you know like stuff yeah. like that oh, you know did you do one on like how to break a glass with your voice yes yeah you did do okay, that. yeah i saw that video okay yeah yeah that's one of those like you go to his channel man you just get sucked in you know it's one of those yeah. like all right there goes three hours and then i feel like i need to learn something he he's the one that got me to to decide I wanted to learn how to do a Rubik's cube. That's why that thing's sitting back there behind oh, me. Oh yeah. I never got I never could do that. Yeah, I never could to. either. And one day I was like, you know what? I don't know what it was. I don't I, for some reason I was bored, man. And I was like, I need something to do. And I, that's what it was. I was playing like these games on my phone and I was just like, I'm just sitting here like playing these games on my phone when we're like watching TV or whatever. And I was like, why don't I like do something like positive with my time, right? So I was like, you know what? When I was a little kid, the only way I could solve a Rubik's cube was like take all the fucking stickers off. Yeah, I remember taking them all off. I took them back and I showed my mom, and she was like so proud of me. She's like, Oh my god, you did it. And I was like, Yeah. And I totally never told her I took all the stickers Until off. Until now. Right? Yeah. Hopefully she's not listening. Right, right. <laughs> so, so there's Jeff Lenowski right now. That's crazy. He just popped up in the comments. You know, he must have heard me talking about him. So, What's anyways. Yeah. So anyways, I, uh, I, I just decided, I was like, I'm going to buy a Rubik's cube. And so there's like, there's what they call algorithms. It's just like steps. Like, like if right. you do these certain steps, like it'll solve it. And those there, there's guys that do those, they solve those in like five seconds. Oh, I know. Like just the world like, records, like five or three. It's like, I don't even know how they, like, I used to play guitar a lot. My fingers mm -hmm. were pretty quick, you know, but you watch those guys that like, just like you did like, it's like it's done you're like what the yeah. Hell? <laughs> so uh, yeah speaking of which just recently i've had to rebuild my calluses oh there you it go it took a good hiatus from guitar and 
those yeah. soft fingers on the strings oh boy <laughs> yeah that's the thing that screws me up now because it's like you know i might have a little too many beers every now and then and then i'll be like grab the guitar i'm like i'm in the gym and then i'm like 10 minutes in and my fingers just feel like they're gonna bleed i'm like and i'm not in the gym <laughs> uh, i need nylon strings again <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like it's over it's all over yeah so yeah i spent like freaking i don't know man a couple of weeks that all i did was that stupid that uh rubik's cube like constantly like like i said earlier like all, i'm all or nothing you know like i would wake mm -hmm. up like immediately as soon as i woke up it'd be like oh i need to you know like <laughs> just, just hit the alarm grab the cube i swear i'm so bad dude. <laughs> like doing it like while we're laying in bed like going to sleep you know and i'd be like ah, i'm gonna try to finish this because i wanted to get it under a certain time right. i think i was trying to get under two minutes or something like that and then i think i was trying to get to a minute and so i did it like all the time and then I set the thing down for whatever reason for like a month or two and just didn't touch it. And then one night my buddy was out here and he's like, can you still do that? And I was like, yeah. And I picked it up and I was like, I forgot. I don't know how to do it anymore. <laughs> I forgot how to do it. It's that whole short-term memory issue. Right? Oh, in high school, man, it just keeps sneaking up on me. It's <laughs> biting me, man. Oh God. See kids. That's why you're not supposed to smoke all the pot in high school. I guess you're Can't supposed to be Rubik's cubes in old age. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. So is there any other channels that you, that you like to watch? I always like to ask people, even if it's not mountain bike related, like what do you like to, to watch? Um, I watched a lot of, uh, Colton Haker. I don't know if you've heard that so guy. What, what do they do there? He's a hard enduro rider, professional rides for rockstar Husky. Um, oh, okay. he did he did vlogs for a while he doesn't do them anymore but i really liked watching his stuff because one i'm, I'm into enduro riding but it was kind of nice to see like the inside of a pro like yeah, what yeah. they go through um so his stuff was pretty fun to watch and lately i don't get to watch a whole lot of youtube because i don't have internet at my house so yeah. i'm just kind of cut off when i'm at home which is good you know i, I kind of yeah. do I read so, books, I guess. <laughs> how do you go about deciding to do an internet-based business whenever you don't have internet? <laughs> it was before we moved there. Okay. I started the channel just before we moved. And um, when we bought the place, we have five acres where we're at. And uh -huh. uh, like I, it was always my dream as a kid to have property to play on and yeah. finally got it. And um, I was going to do a bunch of trail building videos and stuff on that because that wasn't really happening at the time. And right when we were like signing paperwork on it, that subject is like blown up <laughs> trail building. Um, but yeah, we, we don't have internet there though. So it makes uploading videos a huge pain in the ass. Um, uh -huh. So I like my schedule has to be like even stricter because yeah. I like need to set aside an evening to drive and upload a video and then come back. We have some internet. It's uh -huh. HughesNet. It basically shouldn't There's be internet, wireless, but like satellite, satellite internet. Yeah, yeah. But like I can do like the metadata and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely it, it can be a struggle sometimes. Uh huh. I, I can imagine that that's definitely definitely something that kind of gets in the way there. But I, I guess I see what you're saying. You can do all your editing and stuff. It's not like you need the internet for that. So yeah, so. like I'm just working with local files when I make the videos. Yeah. So just compile it and then ship them off. I think one of your trail building ones was one of the first ones that I saw of your on your channel. I think you were building like a skinny or something like that in your backyard. Okay. Oh. Yeah, the the two skinny skinny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I yeah, remember no, that, that one too, I think. The one that was really popular was a uh, the adjustable drop one. 
like that one took off like fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that was what did one. you build? It's an adjustable mountain bike drop where you actually uh -huh. like ratchet it up and down. Uh -huh. um, so like it's it goes from like a blue square that's only like a foot and a half off the ground to like mm -hmm. six feet off the ground. Oh, so, wow. that's super cool. So, yeah, it's like a, a big legit adjustable drop and uh -huh. all the ones that I'd seen before were just like, well, we're going to make it from three inches to seven inches. All right, so I was like, well, I want to make one that's like my wife can hit it but then I will hit it and it'll be challenging. So like the first right. time I hit it, the tallest setting, like it, it kind of scared the crap out of me. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, that was the one that really took off. Um, and I got a lot of subs from that. How many, how many views did the video get? Um, that one has a little over 200,000. Oh, wow. So it like so, blew, up, blew up. Yeah. Like it, it was slow to start. And then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, now it's at 50. Now it's at a hundred. Now it's at 150. So YouTube wow. definitely took hold of that one and threw it out there. So yeah, your channel like got big pretty quick, man. Like if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. like it was like you guys. So was you think that that video was like really was like the springboard for you or that video was a pretty good springboard. Yeah. Um, from that, like the month that it came out, I got uh, over 12,000 subscribers in a month. Wow. Um, and like that's I, I knew when that happened i was like that's going to be hard to match that kind right. of growth um, yeah and i mean if i would have done trail building videos every single week that trend would have kept up but like i didn't just want to do trail building like uh -huh. i like to do other aspects of mountain biking so mm -hmm. like I, I cover i like to cover races and i like to travel and do skills videos with my wife and stuff mm -hmm. so I, I, I sprinkled the trail build in there for sure and yeah, i have yeah. a lot of fun doing it but man, is it a lot of work to get one of those out in a week? Yeah, like, I don't know how Seth does it, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I can totally see yeah. how like some of the stuff that he's talked about on his channel recently. Or I don't know if that's on his channel or maybe it's just on Patreon. He's like, you know, hey, it's tough to get these out, so I'm going to do this other channel so that I can like mm -hmm. yeah. do stuff that's super easy and quick. You know, and like it makes sense, you know, because it's like that's tough, man, to to be able to put out content like that you know oh yeah oh yeah no like that the adjustable drop video took me two weeks to do so i had to like buffer it with one video yeah and i probably just in the build of it probably had 60 to 80 hours yeah and yeah, then on top of that you need to edit it and all the other stuff that goes along. yeah yeah like, I know. That's so, right yeah so like being a, a one guy show like to be able to put out a trail building video like that every week like that's huge respect yeah. You yeah, yeah. Do that. yeah for sure definitely definitely that's super cool man that video blew up man right now i um my last vlog on my weight loss video is doing really well i'm like i'm like is this gonna be the one i haven't had it i haven't had one that's blown up yet so i'm i'm hoping like youtube's like oh yeah i forgot about that guy in the back right sprinkle him a little today you can have a little bit <laughs> I'm like, when is it going to happen? I guess yeah. I should just make good content. That's my problem. I don't make good content. <laughs> no, you don't need good content. You just need good thumbnails. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> is. Those clicks. That's right? the thing I struggle with a lot. It's just like, oh, is this thumbnail good? Is this one good? I don't know. Right? <laughs> I wish you know, there was a, a guy, one of the guys on the Slack group a long time ago said that he wished that they had like an AB thing. And at the time, like yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. And now I'm like, oh man, I wish I, I wish they did where you could be like, 
really like have two thumbnails and just see how well the video does, you know, cause yeah. like you don't know, like when you, the way it is right now, it's like, you could change your thumbnail. And if it starts doing better, you're like, Oh, it's the thumbnail. Maybe, or maybe, maybe some yeah. dude shared it on some board and all of a sudden people started looking at it. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't know, yeah. you know, like, so it's kind no, of, I, I did. honestly probably shouldn't have done it, but the video that I uploaded today, I uh, uploaded it with a thumbnail mm -hmm. and I sat on it for like an hour and a half and it was just bothering the crap out of me. Yeah. And so I was like, screw it. I'm going to go and change it really quick and like instantly saw better improvement. So like yeah. at least my gut told me that it was a bad, bad thing to click on. Yeah. And I got it through, but yeah, it's like those small things as a YouTuber, like when you're first starting, you wouldn't think that that matters much. Like, Oh, I made the video. Let's just like half ass it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thumbnail, that's yeah. good. It's it's live. People are gonna watch it. Yeah, the thumbnail <laughs> is the that's it, man. It's like your pickup line, you know? Oh yeah, like, you get one shot, dude, and that's it. That was terrible <laughs> with those anyway. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I did a lot better with them whenever the girls were drunk. So like I just can't get everybody in the world watching YouTube hammered. And then if I could do that, I'd be a really good YouTuber. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got lucky with my wife. I insulted her and she didn't run away. So. <laughs> right, right. She's like, man, that's awesome. I'm coming back for more of that. Right. That was a good burn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, and then as time goes on, then they don't think you're funny anymore. Right. You know, oh, yeah. mine all the time is like, really? I'm like, you yeah. used to think that those jokes were funny. Now they just annoy you. <laughs> yeah that seems about right <laughs> i got all the dry ones at home so she's always like i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a closet full of dry jokes that yeah, yeah. I, i'm on this uh i don't know where somebody showed it to me or something like that this facebook book group that's like dad jokes and it's like oh my god it's my favorite yeah <laughs> it's it's like all dry like memes and stupid like dry humor like dad joke kind of stuff and it's just like oh my god oh man yeah if you ask my friends about my jokes they just cringe like <laughs> I, I just say them to try and make the room exhale are you like, like a joke sniper is it you just no good at it or like <laughs> oh no like I, I i'd like to think i'm good at dad jokes but yeah. i purposely make really really bad ones to try and make <laughs> everybody roll their eyes <laughs> like, i don't think it's helps like my character in any way <laughs> right <laughs> that's hilarious man well dude we're like pretty close to two hours here man i want to keep you on online all night dude it's super fun chatting with you man even though you were you were anxious about it it uh it seems like you, you did pretty pretty good to me oh yeah thank you uh, yeah. thanks for having me it's super fun um yeah. if, uh, if i can convince the the wife to join maybe we can do it again sometime yeah, dude, for sure, man. Anytime. And just hit me up. Because honestly, dude, the the hardest part of this podcast is finding people like to to get on the show every week, you know, and like when I when I was doing it on my last season, like I would book people out like like I'd have people like a month and a half, two months out booked, you know, and mm. this time when I did it, I just decided I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just pick like get people every week because then if something comes up and I want to do something on the weekend, then I can. And I'm not like, Hey, right. I set this up with, you know, this company. And now I'm, I'm like obligated because I don't want you know, 
to look bad to them. And I don't want to like look bad to my subscribers. Cause I told them that's, you know, this person was going to be on, you know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, well, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah totally and, that. In that first season, I kind of got burned out. Like I didn't think I would, but it, I got burned out cause it was like, every weekend I really only had one day of my weekend. Cause the second day was like, you had, I had to be home, you know, like by a right. certain time to be able to like do whatever I needed to do. I mean, or even just to be here, just to like be able to get online, you know? And, um, so, so this year I'm just kind of like winging it. So definitely if you guys want to, anytime you guys want to chat, hit me up, we'll make it happen. Matt. For sure. Definitely. So, no, I had fun. Super good time chatting with you. So all you guys listening, if you didn't hit the like button yet, you should do it now. If you didn't like it, hit it twice. Um, <laughs> hit that the subscribe, sense. right? Yeah. So <laughs> hit the subscribe button if you uh, if you want to see more. That this is this is uh, this is what I do every Sunday, except for when I don't. So <laughs> um, I I definitely appreciate all you guys, man. If you're if you want to be part of the the sponsorship group here, you can go swing by my Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/biker b1ker I'm pretty sure it's biker there. I told you guys, I told you earlier, everything was biker B1. That's my, that's my, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. There's a link, you know, there's a link in the show more. You can hit my Patreon up that way too. So anyways, man, I really appreciate all you guys hanging out and kicking it with us for, for this last two hours. And once again, Jim, dude, it was awesome. Definitely, definitely a good time. So everybody hey. remember it only takes a bike to be a biker. So get out and be one.